0: Karen, I found that really fascinating. That was a really wonderful experience to be with you at your hive. Just tell me how you got into beekeeping and why.
1: Um, I was first introduced to beekeeping by a guy called um, Gerald Moxon, who um, was a beekeeper and, as it happens, has an MBE for um, beekeeping, who asked me if I would um, help with um, the beekeepers to find a site where they could do training and as I worked for East Riding Council we worked with the countryside officers to provide a site at somewhere called Beverly Parklands where they now have demonstration hives and they do training courses and I also um, sometimes went and helped him with his bees as he was getting older so I got interested in bees like that and from going to monitoring uh, on behalf of the council, I then decided to do a training course myself. And they do a very good over the winter theoretical course where you do, and you also do practical things like building the frames and things. They will also give you uh, a mentor to help you if you decide to get bees. And in the summer, they do um, a summer course on their demonstration highs where you get practice at handling bees. So I did that. And then um, I was introduced to somebody else who was. Wanted to get rid of their bees, um so um I decided to give it a go and try having some.
0: I was amazed at the the sort of characters, if you like, and the roles that the bees have within the hive. You were telling me all the different jobs that they do. just just give me a quick outline again,
1: yeah, so as I was saying at the front of the hive, you have the what are called guard bees that they they're sort of walking up and down and then they um warn other bees of any sort of danger, and that might be hornets or wasps that are coming to mm. Get to the hive. Also, where my bees are, which is on an ABP near Port House, um, you know, there's quite a lot of rats and mice, and sort of in the winter they'll be after the honey or the the wax, really. Um, and then um, in in the hive, you'll have well, you've got the brood box, which is where the new eggs are being laid and um, the larvae coming into small bees when they're first born i'd call them nursery bees then so they're the bees that will be feeding the others babies so to speak and they'll also be cleaning out where a baby's been born ready for another egg to be laid and um, that sort of thing i always say it's quite funny if you drip a bit of honey or you drop a bit of um something um they will come over and clean it up very rapidly, so there's cleaner bees. And then, obviously, bees have a short, quite a light, short life span. So you will also come across bees that are carrying dead bees out of the hive, and that's so the hive doesn't get full of dead bodies that sort of infect it and things like that. And so we call them funeral director bees, which is quite fascinating to uh, to, to see. So they all have different roles, and they move through the roles as they as they age and become more experienced, and see a lot of them are out foraging and when we visited today my hive had probably got about 10,000 bees in it still that probably have 40,000 in the night do you mean when they've all come back from foraging
0: so your bees here the hive is outside um, port house at abp why is this site a good site for the bees
1: Right, so um, this is good site f- um, because it, although it's, it's an industrial area, um, it's on a garden which is outside the offices and on the port there is a railway line and quite a lot in between the actual industrial activity quite a lot of open space that has wildflowers, brambles um, a good range of forage for them all of the year round really and um, I was very pleased when they that, you know, said that they would allow me to um, have the bees here. Uh, I've done some talks to staff about educating, and they've got a program where they want to, um, you know, get their staff sort of more involved in conservation. And um
0: we hear a lot about the decline of bees, don't we? And they're really important pollinators, not just for producing their honey in your hive, but they're actually, you know, um, doing a really industrial job too, aren't they?
1: Yes, so and in fact, that was more of my motivation for it than actually producing honey. So, 80 to 90% of our flowers and crops require pollinators. Bees are really important pollinators, probably the most important. And the other thing is, they're also, whilst lots of other insects are pollinators, um, they're also not damaging that crop when they're on it because they've actually just gone for the pollen and the nectar. They're not going there to lay their eggs. Or, or produce caterpillars and things that sort of um, can can cause crop damage. They're suffering um, as, a, as a species. I mean, there's lots of different types of bees, but honeybees and all types are suffering and in decline. That's for a variety of reasons. There's diseases like Varroa, but there's also... It's really... Um, A lot to do with the way that agriculture's changed, with larger fields, less field margins, less wildflowers, less to eat all of you year round. Um, In actual fact, it's quite interesting that they're doing better in cities than they are in the countryside, which people don't realise and that's because in a city you are more likely to have people grow flowers in their garden for the maximum part time of the year whereas in the countryside you've got sort of a field of um, borage or um, you know oilseed rape and then it's gone Mm -hmm. and then there's nothing for them to eat. For me it's about conservation and education and the honey you get off is a bonus and um, what i do with my honey is i use it myself give a bit to staff in abp and then other two charities and to the sort of freedom festival and the food festival in in hull really um more to promote bees and also through um, involved in friends of the earth and so sometimes put articles about them in our eco magazine and, and raise awareness like that
0: fantastic karen i've really enjoyed it thank you very much